0: Welcome to yet another episode of EcoVille. I'm your host, Nonsigele Logwakam. Today on the show, we are in Malawi again, where we meet a young man who is using the power of solar energy to educate his community on climate change. Jordan Sontor is the ambassador of Sunshine Cinema in Malawi, which is a solar powered mobile cinema, also known as the Sun Box, and he's been using this box to screen films on climate change. To audiences in different parts of his country welcome to the program, Jordan. Thank you. Firstly, we want to ask who is Jordan and what does it mean to be an ambassador of Sunshine Cinema? Well, uh,
1: I am a Malawian born male, age 27. Professionally, uh, I studied project management, majoring in constructions, but previously, for nearly six years, I've been working with environmental conservation organisations as well as the government. Not only that, I was also being volunteering in my community to to save the environment. I started my ambassadorship in 2019 with the Sunshine Cinema. Well, Sunshine Cinema is a solar-powered cinema network, which is working across the southern Africa. And in Malawi, we had a project with the rainforest Forest Alliance, where we used to teach farmers on how to practice good agricultural methods, how to save the environment, and the, some, some other environmental-related income generating activities like Nazare, Nazare Constructions, which are named to, to save tree seedlings, and not only that, also beekeeping, this year in 2021 is somehow different. We are spinning a film, a Malayan-based film, which is The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. This film talks about a Malayan innovator, William Kankwamba, who was expelled from school after a failure to, to pay school fees by his poor parents. As a result, he is sneaked into a library and he, he became able to read some books about electricity and made a windmill which saved his community from a drought during that time and as a result he received a scholarship to pursue when he finished his studies in south africa as well as the usa as an ambassador i do take the sandbox to the communities where i screen this film with an educative purpose
0: mm-hmm. so what is a sandbox explain to us how a sandbox works
1: a sandbox is a is a mobile cinema naturally it is made to use solar energy it's a very small box which contains a mini projector a portable bluetooth speaker solar panels as well as a power bank and some usb sticks actually in Malawi we are screening these films using a sunny, using a sandbox because it's very easy to carry you can take it use your hands you can walk or you can use a motorbike or sometimes you can board a public transport it to different communities where we meet different people from the community, targeting each and everyone, not about the age or the race, everyone in the community who is willing to to view the film. The film is about an environmental conservation or the climate change itself. So I can say the sandbox is just a small mobile cinema which can be taken from one community to another, no need for hydroelectricity or another form of electricity, just solar powered electricity.
0: Okay, so it's very interesting that you are using solar power to actually take information into the community. But you said uh, there's no real target audience, but we want to understand um, who are you taking uh, this movie to and where are they being screened? Is it all over Malawi or it's in certain regions? At this
1: point, we are only doing the southern part of Malawi because currently I'm the only ambassador for San cinema in Malawi, so with the availability of some funding it's almost impossible to cover the whole Malawi, but I am able to cover the whole southern region of Africa uh, I mean of Malawi, which contains about 15 districts. and uh, our target is, is, is everyone in the community because when you talk of the climate change it, it has an impact to, to the whole community. so we are targeting everyone who is in a community
0: where exactly are you screening these films
1: actually because of the capability of the sandbox we only screen it to a very few number of people and in doing it outdoor is almost impossible we do indoor so as in a result we just make sure that, that we have a place or a venue where everyone can be able to go for example a community center or a school is free of charge we don't charge them for viewing a film
0: Okay. Do you think uh, screening these uh, films about climate change has inspired uh, members of the community to actually get up and do something in the fight against climate change?
1: It's very inspirational because this film is, it is based on a, a 2 incident which happened in Malawi. And the, when you talk of a, a climate change issue, it's been a problem for over two decades now. It's very inspirational. People are learning, people are able to to spark a conversation and see how they can take a national into addressing the climate change issues.
0: Okay, do you think people in your country have enough information on climate change? And if not, what more can be done?
1: We have enough information and the community have enough information, but the only problem is people are not able to do what needs to be done because of the poverty issues which are affecting Malawi everywhere. There, there have been some awareness campaigns. There have been some, some, some on radios, on televisions about climate change, about environmental conservation. But still, people are not able to to reach their targets because of poverty, which is affecting Chiradzvwan Community. I can give an example of uh, charcoal burning, timber cutting. People are doing those out of choices because they have nothing else to do. Even when we talk of sources of sources of energy, cooking energy in Malawi, a lot of people, especially the people in the communities, even those in the cities, they are poor and uh, they only depend on each chapel on for, for domestic use. They can't afford electricity, they can't afford the gas. So even if they know that they need to, to take a part in environmental conservation, they still have no choice. They still use the long ways to, to make their life better
0: okay so it does has the government in your country done anything to help those people maybe to slow down the cutting of trees by giving alternatives from forms of energy
1: the the government is trying but i think it's not enough because the the only solution to to control this is by reducing the electricity introducing some sources of energy like wind energy the solar energy and not only that they also have to, to maybe to, to remove tax or duty on gas importation because a lot of people are not using gas but it's, it's, it's an it's an essential way of considering the environment but you will see that electricity is being bought at high prices gas being bought at high high prices so it's difficult for someone in a community living under the line of poverty to afford electricity, to afford gas. It's almost impossible. So even though we say the government is trying, but it's not enough to cut somebody who is in a, who is living with profit in a community.
0: Uh, do you think a film is an effective method of teaching the youth about climate change?
1: Yes, it's an effective method. I'm saying all this because nowadays, cinemas are not everywhere. And when you talk of a cinema... It do attacks a lot of youth It do attack a lot of community members as a result they do pay attention moreover this film is in english and they do understand what is going on they do understand what needs to be done and after viewing a film we do sit and discuss what has been happening in the film what is happening in the community identifying the problem is affecting the community environmental or or the at the end we do see what to do next. They do see what to do next and the map we way forward. I've been having some conversation with the community saying they went to this laws. some saying they were established nazis. A lot of a lot of impact is, is, is being done because of the viewing of the films.
0: Oh, that, that's great to know that it's actually making an impact, especially with the youth. How important is the use of solar energy as a renewable source of power? Do you think Africans are fully harnessing the power of solar energy?
1: As you can see, it's a very big challenge and a very big problem in a lot of African countries. We don't have enough sources of energy. As a result, people are opting to use solar energy... And the like, but it's still, it's a, it's it's also a problem because solar energy is a bit expensive to compare to some other sources of energy like hydro. I'm saying this because in Africa, if you could see, even in the solar products, the, the, the solar gadgets which comes to Africa are off substandards. People can even manage to purchase a cheap solar so, 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 solar panel, but not able to use it to gather their needs because it's it's, it's substandard. So. Even if people say using solar energy is, is, is important in our community, but still a lot of people cannot manage it because, like I have said, the government is not doing enough. Even removing tax, or just reducing tax or duty on this kind of products and banning this low, low and, or, and substandard product, solar products to, to, to the countries, it would have helped. So Africa and the African countries are not able to harness their own power because it's been a very big problem. And even if you will go into some other countries, for example, Malawi itself, you will see that they have a lot of natural resources. They have enough water, they have enough sun, they have enough wind, but they are not even
0: able to use it to to convert it to a real or a, use, a, a useful
1: energy. It's almost impossible. So I think Africa still has a way to go to, to, to improve the energy sector because that's the only solution to change to 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 address the climate change issues which we are having everywhere
0: now. Also, governments should uh, implement policies that allow for uh, cheaper importation of like uh, solar products.
1: Yes, and not only that. Even 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 if you talk about the the hydro energy. A lot of companies are failing to invest in hydro-energy in different countries because of those kinds of policies. policies. The policies are there to to, to restrict the foreign investors in in, in energy. As a result, countries are depending on a very low-capacity source of energy, Mm -hmm. which cannot even reach people in communities. Mm -hmm. It's a very big problem everywhere.
0: Okay, um, how has COVID 19 affected your operations and have you put in place measures that allow you to continue with operations?
1: The COVID 19 has affected our operations and I can say that as of now it's, it's only in Malawi which we are still do doing the, the, the screening. Our friends in South Africa, Zimbabwe, they all quit doing the screenings because of the, the, the COVID-19 restrictions. Currently, we have been affected because uh, we are supposed to, 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 to have, have at least 50, 60 to 70, up 100 participants at once. But you can only do 50 because of the COVID restrictions. Of course, currently, we, de- we do use sanitizers. The use of face masks is matter when we're doing the screenings, the, the social distancing, the practice, almost each and every major to to control the spread of coronavirus is being used right now for when doing the screenings but still we do miss a lot because we can't even have more than two hours screening we can only have an hour or an hour and a half to, to control the spread of the virus
0: what, what are your future plans jordan yourself as an environmentalist and um as part of the sunshine cinema crew
1: Well, uh, I have some plans to, to involve some stakeholders, for example, the government officials and the government organization, to reach them and see how they can help. Uh, uh, I, I would wish this film was a sprint, the whole Malawi, because it, uh, uh, as I have said, we have only done it in the southern part of Malawi. I wish it would, it would go anywhere. Where in Malawi because people need to learn, people need to understand what climate change is and the impacts of climate change to the community on the development, even the health of people. So, I as an ambassador, I wish I could reach out to each and every community in Malawi and so as a person I wish I could reach out to different communities to teach them how they can be able to, to conserve the environment to at least show them what can be done next to, to, to address the climate change issues because it's a key factor to our, to our development, it's a key factor to our health. People are being people are being affected in different ways because of climate change. Even if you go to an education sector, you see even good is, is being affected because of the climate change. There are a lot of issues being affected because of the climate change. So for our country to develop for all, our communities to develop even for ourselves to develop as individuals we need to address the climate change issues as soon as we can
0: well thank you jordan for joining us
1: you're welcome thank you
0: you are an inspiration to the youth and we hope you continue to use the power of film to educate more people on climate change absolutely Well, thank you again to all our listeners. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow us on all social media pages. And our handle is Ecoville on all platforms. Join us next week for another episode. I'm your host, Nosigele Lokwaka.